What's that? Fancy Glock on? Part of the job? A Garmin. No, just... No, just angry text. <laughs> from home. Angry text from mom. On Andrew? a Darth Vader watch. I've already said too much, and we're like five seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> so we got... Welcome, Andrew. Hello, buddy. To the podcast. With your Darth Vader watch, and it sounds like you just got an angry text from your mom. How do you like working at W? I love it. Actually, it's... uh. It's it's been the experience of a lifetime. I will tell you that. <laughs> we have Shannon. Hi. That's it. Yeah, that's that's all I got. And uh, and our famous our famous guest, Yuri. What's up, buddy? How how do you say your last name? I always mess it up. Kudertir. What? Didn't get any of that. Kudertir. I thought it was Godier. Oh, you asked me how to pronounce it, so it's Kudertir. Wow. Just say it, keep it with Yuri. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. So no. what do Americans call you? Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh you're kind of different. You're not a houndsman. But right. you were you were fully committed into dogs. You're dog crazy. Just like the you're like the yeah. rest of us. Beyond dog crazy. <laughs> you're just like us, but you're in a whole different world. What what do you do? Tell so tell us what you do with a dog. What what um, as a profession, I train dogs to do uh, executive uh, personal protection. You know, so that's a dog basically that's uh, service dog ready, so you can take him everywhere with you. Uh, perfect off-leash control at all times, so anywhere you walk, the dog can be off-leash with you without being stressed out. You know what the surroundings are, what who who or what you come across on, um, and then you have off-leash protection work you know one command will bring that dog in high aggression and shield you away from the threat so you can retreat and walk away and and not deploy your dog the goal is not to deploy the dog to the goal is not to deploy yeah the, the the goal is the dog is shielding you so you can get away you run away or you back away yeah. back away get in a car get into a store get in whatever you're gonna worst case scenario you have to deploy the dog but that's that's not the goal so that's what, not what happens what when you deploy the dog yeah what does deploy the dog mean? well deploy the dog it, it, it's <laughs> when the command comes when uh um we call it watch you know the what the command is watch watch i say watch boop the dog on the wherever he is at so just we were talking about this vader watch the, the dog yeah. would have been going a little <laughs> it would have been chewing and no 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 it has to come from a from the handler b it has to be in a certain context you know what I mean? And then basically the command also comes from body odor, right? So it, it's <laughs> a dog triggers on a vocal command and not a body odor command. And the body odor command means it's a little bit of an adrenaline rush, right? When you fear, when you have fear, mm -hmm. someone comes up and says, he's going to steal your dark Vader watch. And you're like, damn, now I cannot reply to my mom anymore if she sends me a text. <laughs> you're going to get a little <laughs> fearful, right? And when you get fearful, you know, your adrenaline rush goes up, hormones change in your body, right? And the dog picks up the ferments. The dog smells that different, right? right. Mm -hmm. Because what we normally, when we come in a house and someone makes soup, tomato soup, we smell tomato soup. You're like, oh, wow, it smells like tomato soup. Well, the dog smells tomatoes onions, pepper, salt, whatever is in that tomato soup separate, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. he, that's how he picks up. I'm a little nervous. The dog will be in a dead sleep, but he gets triggered by his smell boop, and immediately going to come surround me like, hey, what's going on, buddy? So mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of how this works. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, so, for instance, I, I tend to get nervous around my boss. So <laughs> if Buddy walks in the room, is the dog going to get alarmed? Yeah, the dog would surround you. Not going in aggression yet, just kind of like triggered, like, hey, 
something is about to happen, right? How much do I got to get a dog to sit right next to Andrew? <laughs> to make him work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep him on task. <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> okay, so that that's really cool. So um, that kind of makes me think, like, uh, having hounds, you know, if if I have a, a – when I introduce new dogs, so so when somebody comes over, and they have their dogs coming to my yard or whatever, we're like, hey, just kick them in the yard. Um, one of the key things that I've learned is I have to be very calm when the dogs first meet because they they're both sniffing each other, and 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 what I've learned is is the 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 if you're anxious, you can start a dog fight. Mm-hmm. You know those those dogs will mm-hmm. you know pick up on on your you know. Laura used to be really bad about that. You know, I mean, she'd be so anxious that it almost triggered that that instinct where maybe our dogs were trying to protect her or something. It was something weird. No, for sure, for sure. The dog smelled something is going on. What's going on? Right? It's like mm-hmm. what's going on? And then the strange dog come. Now, I always laugh with certain scenarios because people come and be like, "Oh man, just throw them in the yard," right? And sometimes it's like, wow, this works out great. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, wow, there were two dogs. Now there is only one and the $2,000 vet bill, stitch up number two, right? <laughs> so because you can easily introduce a dog, normal dogs, right, yeah. to each other within five to ten minutes and we're good to go, right? Yeah. Because that's part of my job. You buy a dog from us fully trained and we come mm. to your house. And most likely the pooch you have at your house is not so highly trained. Right, and yeah. even if you be like, man, he's the most social dog ever. It's like having one kid, and then you bring baby number two. <laughs> now you have the jealousy. They don't right? like that. Yeah. yeah, it's the same with the dog. Dogs like, whoa, 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 what's going on, right? So what we do, we bring him together. You walk him on a leash. I walk mine on a leash, about six foot apart. We go around the block, get closer, get closer. The more tired the dog gets, the closer they come to each other. You know, within half a mile, they're gonna be walking two feet apart or a foot apart, hmm. and then you walk it another 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then they are shoulder to shoulder, like, man, it's exhausting, and, and, and the tension is gone, right? Yeah. Now we stand next to each other, both exhausted, like, <laughs> yeah. right? And then it's gone. Then we are friends now, you know what I mean? We went to the same kind of boot camp, and okay, cool. Now we sniff each other for a second, be like, all right, the tension is gone, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, people are cool, right? There is no stress with the people. They're like, oh, look, they're all both tired. And yeah. that's kind of uh, how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I would recommend. Like well, in the morning, we'll road dogs, you know, we'll, we run them in front of the pickup and, and we just let them run in front of the pickup for a little while and get some energy out and, and different things like that. So that's interesting that you, you mentioned that. So, um, you're, you, uh, you have done some competition stuff like, like, Give us a little bit of history into who you are and and then what made you get into dogs. So go back a little bit and just give us a little bit. Like our guy, nobody even knows Yuri. Right. Let's let's start from the beginning. Not, not we can save the, the what hospital you came out of, but let's. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect, they probably would have changed babies if they knew what was coming, most likely. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I was born in Belgium, Ghent, mm-hmm. Belgium. Um, family, three kids, mom and dad. Um, you're in the special forces over there. Yeah, I w- I went to a military university and then um. I did. Uh, I worked with the Special Forces. Um, then I went to the Secret Service, 
I was an intervention team in the Secret Service. That's um, over in Belgium? In Belgium, correct. Um, and then uh, through circumstances, um, I was always into dogs, but then through circumstances, um, through family members and stuff like that, I ended up in the Secret Service canine unit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I, I learned to do the uh, bomb dogs, narcotic detection dog, search and rescue dog, stuff like that, cadaver dogs. And, uh, you know, then uh, um, I became instructor, then I became chief instructor. Then I went to uh, France. Uh, I did classes there at an exchange program, Belgian and French Army, uh, sent a couple instructors to each other's schools and uh, graduated there and then I became chief of the intervention team and uh, basically in Belgium uh, the canine um, canine cops or whatever are, are a separate unit so regular cops or regular detectives whatever you need a dog you call us and then be like what well, you need right. I need a bomb dog okay and then so we are no regular cops or no regular military people we just uh, we just provide the canine service and so there's a rotation where the dog is always trained, right? And every handler has two dogs and, you know what I mean? We can deploy anywhere in the country real quick. We have people on call and all that. So we can we can deploy anywhere in the country with specialty dogs and not with some pooch that barely knows his name. Be like, yeah, we may or may not find him. I mean, <laughs> you know, what we're going to come. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, that's that's a big difference you see in Europe and, and, and United States. The canine cops here are cops. Right. And the dog is like a gun, you know what I mean? I need a shotgun or I need a gun, mm-hmm. you know, I need the dog, I need whatever, traffic cones, <laughs> it's tools. Yeah. And that canine is a tool. But for us, it's a specialty. Oh, you're, when you're saying over there in, yeah. Um, in Europe. Yeah, over in Europe, the canine is a specialty. So the canine cop or the canine military guy, whatever, the canine intervention guy, is not. he doesn't do anything else than his dog. He's not going to do traffic. He's not going to do, mm. it's only that dog, you right. know, in support of... The regular forces, you know, yeah. So uh, you mentioned some like like drug detection. Like, how do you train a a drug dog? Like, and how would you fool one? <laughs> 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 well, let's start with how you train them first. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's start with how you train him. I mean, um, well, there's different systems over the years. Why right? in the time, you know, we, we look for a dog that's crazy to. To drive crazy and drives mm-hmm. to retrieve stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then let's say he's crazy on the ball, right? Now we're gonna stuff the ball with, let's say, marijuana, mm-hmm. right? The scent of marijuana. Let's example. say that. I know Andrew is getting <laughs> nervous right now, right? <laughs> so the scent of marijuana, right? Basically, we're gonna take a jar, a glass, glass jar, right? Mm-hmm. Airtight, put marijuana in it, and put. Uh, um, tissue in it or put like uh, uh, cotton balls in it, right? Yeah. So then the odor going to be soaked up by that product. You take a pair of pliers, open the jar with gloves on, boop, put it in the toy, play with the toy a little bit. Now the dog is crazy for his toy. Every time he picks it up, while he has it in his mouth, he's breathing in and out, in and out, in and out. So, you know, he's going to put the link together. Ball smells like marijuana, right? You play with the ball, get high. No, he does never get high, <laughs> right? But yeah, so he gets used to that smell, right? Mm-hmm. And soon enough, in place of throwing it away, you know, we're going to let him search for that ball, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then, then he, you go from there. Then he becomes, you know, low searching on the ground, one foot up, two foot up, three foot up, six foot up, ten foot up, 
right? Then the dog needs to know, like, hey, where is it at? He's going to start showing us that we make him sit or lay down, right? Or we make him bark, depending what depending what the dog is trained for, what, what it mm-hmm. needs to do, right? If right. it's most of the time it's covert right now, so the dog going to lay down and does make a scene. Nobody knows, right? Before you know, the regular police will pick you up. Boop. <laughs> you know, because the canine guy or the canine gal is in civilian clothes with a little cocker spaniel walking through a crowd. He sit next to you and she keeps walking, but in the earpiece, boop, boop. And you know what I mean? Nobody knows about anything, makes it easy, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, same with the bomb dog, same with, it's all the same. So now we have a different, different approach. Um, we have a couple boxes right now. Wooden boxes. And uh, uh, we start with food, you know. It's faster right now to do it with food than with toys, right? And so we take some food, put it in one box, boop. When the dog sees it and he is eating, puts his head in it, clicker comes, clicker system, click, click. Hup, he grabs it. We build it up, right? In the next box, we're going to put a metal box with the product in, with air to it, little holes in it, mm-hmm. right? Dog puts his head in it because he thinks when I put my head in something, the food comes, right? And so that's how he gets to smell one-on-one. Like, okay, when I put my head in this and it smells like marijuana, it smells like my tennis ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the clicker comes, click, click, and then the reward comes. The reward at this point in time is food or a toy, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it goes a little faster this way than I went the old system with the tennis ball, throwing it away and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And so, um, you mentioned something that I want to, I want to touch base on. And I wanted to ask you this because I, I'd read, I don't know if you, anybody else hear this, where they're going to use dogs for COVID I, I seen on the news or something. Yeah, I did hear I about did that. I did hear something about that. What, so, so what do you think about that? What do you know about that? Or, I mean, I, I was like, man, I wonder if Jerry's going to try and train COVID dogs. Well, yeah, as soon as, as soon as COVID showed up, you know, the, the entrepreneurial mind goes in and be like, sweet. You know what I mean? It's going to be worth a lot of money, right? A lot right? of money, yeah. A lot of money. But uh, like everything in the United States, the problem is, A, the rules, and then B, liabilities. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I talked to, for example, the people at Nike and uh, to the head of security. And Nike has 15,000 people uh, working from home. Yeah. You know, as good as me, these 15,000 people are not performing as good as they would be at the office. I mean, there's right. going to be a loss of productivity. Productivity for sure. I mean, it, norm, normal stuff, right? Nobody, mm-hmm. or very few people are going to work as hard at home as they are in the office. Time-wise, kids, now all the kids are home. I mean, it's just difficult. Then you mm-hmm. have people who are at the office and still are not productive. Right, Andrew? Are we getting back to Buddy's <laughs> idea of uh, Desk Shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so so the problem is, with, I mean, it was real easy, right? So actually... I can't declare this on air, but so, yeah, the, the idea of, of COVID-19 training that and have the product to train it, you know, was a really great idea. And it went through my mind and it would be easy because it's only one smell, one right. scent. Same as marijuana, same so as how, TNT. So how would you, how would you detect that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so like harness to, to, the scent into yeah, something. Yeah, how, what, what's, how do you get the COVID scent? You just find it. Well... Right. So the, uh, the well, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's, that's too many secrets away. But. No, no, it's not about secrets. It's not about secrets. You can obtain I'm, COVID if he needs it. No, I mean, it's not that it's not that difficult, really. You know, you have Mike who has COVID-19, right? He's going to breathe into a tissue. We put in a glass jar with gloves on, bang, 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 and freeze it. Okay. Right? And when it's frozen, now it's no longer, I think, transmittable. 
mm-hmm. think. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what people You're not a doctor. told me. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, you know what I mean? So, but again, it doesn't really matter, right? You put your mask on, you have gloves on, you're going to throw away, right? Yeah. And it's going to go with a pair of pliers whoop, into the metal box and nobody really has straight access to it, right? Now, when people were doing it, I know a couple of people who were training that and then posted on the internet. Then apparently the FBI showed up and be like, it's treason, you're in the possession of a live virus, blah, 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 because you also could get that stuff from the hospital, right? Oh. And from masks. You're wearing Mm -hmm. a mask, you have COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm. So basically what you need to do is getting hundreds of samples, right? Not just from Mm -hmm. one guy or one gal, but from as many as possible and train the dog on scent after scent after scent, right? And then the dog, it's on the dog to figure out like, wow, this is the common one, right? That's what makes it difficult because your personal breath and your teeth hygiene and your saliva and blah, la, 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 right? Also plays into that. So we need to come to that point where it would be perfect if someone be like, this is the virus that we can train on it on that air. Yeah. So buddies of mine in Belgium, where the laws are different, uh, had direct access to the real uh, virus. I see. Right? But over here, you, they don't. Over here, it was against the law. Now I've seen that the basketball in the NBA that they are using it in Miami, they have a couple dogs. So I don't know, maybe the law changed, maybe, I, I'm not sure. Um, the reason I didn't go with it um, because it's of liability, right? Mm-hmm. You you do the Nike contract and you're getting paid for a medical detection dog, I don't know, anywhere from 400 to to $1,000 an hour per guy, per dog. Mm. Um, you got to be accurate. Yeah. What if now we have all these variants, right? Mm-hmm. They have the, you know, yeah, the, the UK one, the Senegal one, the Chinese version. The yeah, I mean, there's all these variants, so... <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. I'm not the CDC guy. So, I you know, somewhere they all probably have something in common. I mean, there must be different DNA, but there must be one smell must be the same. Yeah. But that's on doctors. That's on, on scientists to give the dog trainer the product, right? That would be the the ideal way of going. But for us, I was thinking, what if 15,000 people come to work at Nike, right? The dog misses one, which is possible, right? Long yeah. story short now. Johnny goes to work, he gets COVID-19, his whole department get it, half of Nike goes under with COVID-19 related or not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. mean, now what? Be now, like, now man, Yuri's the dog not, guy Yuri's missed not it. The, no, no, yeah, Yuri's, Yuri's not the happy guy. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, so we called in for insurances and for, I mean, long story short, there's no one who wants to insure that. So the only people who are willing to do that are the big security companies. Yeah. Right, the guys who are making all these TSA contracts on the airports, doesn't matter these guys are getting hundreds of millions a year on income mm-hmm. you can insure yourself yeah but the little company you cannot afford to get sued by nike or by i mean you're gonna run yeah. out of money way before nike gonna run out of money mm-hmm. if it's your fault or not i mean there is just too much yeah it's no, just too difficult sense. yeah makes sense shannon andrew answered my questions yeah so you never answer this question about how to how to trick a, a dog well, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, how how would you go about doing that? Well, this is the deal. It's um, you can you can trick dogs, but basically, you're never tricking the dog. You're tricking the handler, right? Probably because, easier because the handler is the guy that reads the dog. Right. Right. 
the dog will always find the product. It's on the handler to be like, yay, it's correct, mm -hmm. or B, it's not correct, right? So that's the deal. That's the, for example, you want to trick a dog, you are, I say something, you have uh, 200 pounds of methamphetamine in here and you have a carpet on the ground, we take, a, we take a cheese grinder, take marijuana and go all around this little office and now the floor is full of marijuana in the mm -hmm. carpet, right? And the dog gonna go crazy as soon as he walks in, <laughs> right? So just and, and the handler gonna walk behind him like, what's going on? What's going on? You know, hey, we have something. We have some. We have something. But at no point is he gonna sit down and be like, found the the source, right? right. Because the dog always finds the source. You have a little piece. Mm -hmm. I go closer here this way. Is there more odor? No, less. Go back up. More odor till he finds. Oh wow! Boom! Jackpot! I have the whole source, right? There is no source. When this whole office is full of marijuana particles in the carpet, there is no source. So right? if everything's marijuana, there's no <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. They, uh, I mean, gotta, at some point, he's going to have to think for himself, huh? is what you're telling <laughs> Yeah, you I mean, the only thing I think, like I said, I haven't been into this kind of business and training for a long time, but the only thing is lead. Basically, for whatever product you have, if you could dip it in lead and then the lead goes over it, there is no seam to lead, right? Mm. It works like Superman's x-ray vision. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Superman. I never <laughs> met him. But I'm just saying, when, it, when, there is no, when there is a seam, it doesn't matter how big the metal is. It doesn't matter how, you know what I mean? When it there is a seam, it. there is air. When there is air circulation, mm -hmm. there is odor, right? Yeah. And then again, it's on the handler. The dog might... Sniff for a second, the handler is looking at the other side or is checking, whoop, whoop. Mom, dark Vader watch. Mom, text me. <laughs> boop. And we pass by and then that's just the end of that yeah. thing, right? But if you have a, a, a handler that's into it and who trains every day, you're going to have a hard time tricking him. Yeah. That's no matter it. if it's dumpled in water. Uh, I mean, a lot of people, the, the drug guys get caught. They pack everything super, right? Mm. But they pack it without gloves. <laughs> so guess what? I touch my hands everywhere. Yeah. The dog has that smell. Yeah, now right? it's all on you. And on the package. Mm -hmm. I put all this work in wrapping up my methamphetamine in 700 wrappers and make it airtight. And then I touch it with the same hands. I put it in there. So that smell is on my, I mean, you know, we're yeah. going to find it, right? When that kind of mm -hmm. happens. A That's dog the, is an impressive tool as far as that goes. And the things yeah, that they. Yeah, the good ones. Good one. The good ones. How, That's how many bad, on. how many, uh, how many bad dogs do you do you think you go through in that line of work? Um, in our case, I think not that many because we test really hard when we buy. Okay. Right. So that's the goal: is not buying one. If you're not sure, you don't buy them. It needs to be. I mean, it needs to be ninety percent set before you buy them. So a, a dog has to kind of have a set personality to even go into that line of work. Like you can't force right, it. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. I mean, there's a lot of dogs who love food, right? And people like, it's easy to train a drug dog over food, right? Right. Because he finds his XYZ odor, that's where his food comes from, which is the truth. But when you go search a building, you might find three, four, five, six, fifteen 15 rooms with nothing in it, right? Yeah. Now dogs like, you know what? 
That's a lot of work to get fed, <laughs> right? So at that mm-hmm. point in time, the pressure needs to come. It's no longer, hey, buddy, are you hungry? It's like, hey, buddy, you need to get to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the pressure comes, right? Maybe correction, vocal, maybe whatever it is, some kind of pressure comes like you need to keep searching. Right. Even if you think like, yeah, I need a break, or even if you think like, yeah, maybe not today, right? So that's what a difficult part is where where you find the dog that keeps going no matter if he is tired, if he is hungry, if he is thirsty, if it's 90 degrees, if it's sandy and dusty and, you know, the one that's like, I don't care, I don't care. I need to find that toy. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So what, what, so in a hound, we have, I think the drive is a prey drive, right? You, right. Have, you have the drive to, to catch the animal or, right. or you seek out. What is the drive in your, in your, your dogs? No, no, it's the same. I mean... Basically, it's a prey drive or a food drive or a combination of both, right? right? But again, and I don't know anything about hound dogs, but um, I won a couple world championships in different sports. And the special dog is a dog that's forgiving, right? You can find a million dogs with high drive, and then I kick your butt. Really? Right? You did it wrong, and I'm going to correct you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you forgive me right here, right now, and can we move on? That's a special one. You can test this as babies. We te- I test them at seven weeks. Right. I make pain, right? I grab them on the flanks. I lift them up a couple inches. Right? Now I have some sausages in my other hand. I put the puppy on the ground. Sausage comes. The cheese comes. Are you like, okay, I don't care. And I eat it, right? That's a keeper. Okay, let's try this one. But if you have the one that la, 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 and he's a little bit in distress, and I put him on the ground, he's like, I don't want to eat the sausage because, you know, man, I'm a little in pain right now. Don't take him home because we're going to get rid of him anyway. Really? Yeah, I mean, to have a special dog, he needs to get, for, I call it forgiving, you know. He yeah. needs to be able to take a little bit of pain and make it motivational. The pain... Or, or the discomfort, it's not pain, that's mm-hmm. discomfort, it's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's discomfort. Can you work through discomfort? Mm-hmm. I think that's why I still work here. <laughs> Andrew's pretty forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I think you forgive yourself, too. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're working on that kind of a test, then I think all my dogs would fool you. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Yeah, you know, I I mean, like I say, that's that's the over the years since I mean I've been training dogs since I was I don't know, 18 years old. You know, that's 30 years. That's that's a sad day when you have to announce that kind of stuff. You know, I'm 29. You, you feel old. You feel old when you're like, man, 30 years ago. I, and I feel like the old guy now sitting on on a series and be like, 30 years ago I did X Y Z. But uh, um, you learn a lot. You 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 know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, and I think you learn a lot from from good teachers. But you learn a lot through real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real life is when you work on your own and you're like, you make the decision. I'm not looking at Andrew or, or, or Buddy or, or Mikey or, you know what I mean? It'd be like, okay, are you buying this dog, Yuri, for $15,000 and you're going to flip him? After you train him for six months, you said it's going to be perfect. Are you going to flip him and make X amount of money and pay yeah. your bills for your family, right? And, and so you get better at testing, trust me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's Mistakes your, cost you money. Ma- mistakes cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. And time. Time, too. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, uh, 
So let's talk a little bit about what you do now, because you don't really train. I mean, you'll train whatever dog you need, but mostly you you work on executive dogs, right? Executive protection dogs. Correct, executive protection dogs. But you know, uh, the reason I still do a little bit of drugs or bombs or whatever is because, like for example, uh, uh, an executive buys a uh, or or a business owner buys a dog for his family and has teenage kids. Right. It would be nice to know that a. There's no drugs laying under the mattress of your in your home and that the mm-hmm. kid is clean. That would be cool. It would be cool to know that whoever comes to date your boy or your girl, that that car is clean and not be like, oh, boy, he was sitting on the trunk right now, right? So oh, it yeah. would be nice to know this kind of stuff and, and, and preventative, right? You tell the kid, hey, it's an add-on when you're selling. Yeah, it's an add-on. It's an add-on. You tell the dog, you're like, I can add this on. I can add right. that Right. No, exactly. <laughs> no, no, it's an add-on. You know, yeah, for sure. And And... People like it. People like it. People are like, oh, man, you know? And and you would be amazed sometimes that people, but I don't really need it, you know? But yeah. sometimes we have the training no matter what because I teach a new assistant or I teach a, an apprentice kid how to do it, and that's the dog we had. And then, you know, mm-hmm. lucky me if you want to add it on. I can charge you, and it's unlucky me if you don't want to add it on and <laughs> he did the training already. But I don't <laughs> tell you till we come there and be like, man, there's a free add-on, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and uh, the free add-on, let's let's search your house or let's search your car. or So people people like it. Or for business owners, bomb detection would be nice, right? If you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. the dog goes around your car real quick, knowing that, Okay, there's no bomb under my car. I mean, it seems far-fetched for regular people, but in in, in a certain world, in a certain thing, it's not that far-fetched. There's a lot of crazies out here, you know, that, you know. Yeah, you kind of get to deal with a different clientele. Well, you get the different clientele, but but it's sad almost that people need this in their life, Mm -hmm. you know. So how did you get started? Like, what at at what point were, were you like, I'm going to do executive protection dogs. Or were you just needing a job when you got out? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I don't think I don't think you do good at McDonald's. I, I think you'd. No, I think it would be pretty good standing behind the counter with his headset on, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, no, no. So what happened, um, so I trained dogs always uh, to do sport, right? And I, I, I became national champion, a world champion in, in sporting dogs. It's called IPO. It's an international program. It's on uh, um, 300 points, 100 points on tracking, human mm-hmm. scent tracking, right. 100 points in obedience, 100 points in protection. Highest score overall after a three-day event becomes champion, right? Um, so I've done that. I won a couple of those. And then um, in the meanwhile, then I worked for the Secret Service in the canine unit. And then I came to the States. So hold on. Hold on. Let me go back on that. In that competition... I still can't, I haven't got to the topic because I want to get to yet with you, Yuri. Okay, this, okay. this is the problem with Yuri. we got stories we can't talk about. <laughs> he, he told us, he's like, we cannot talk about this story. And I'm like, that's my favorite story, Yuri. <laughs> Anyways, we won't we won't talk about that story. But So I want to get into some, some stories I've heard and, and just some life experiences you've had with dogs. But let's talk about that competition for a little bit. What? Was it easy for you to win, or was it a, a challenge, or, or did you have a secret? Uh, oh, there's you know, no secret sauce. Secret they, sauce. Uh, there's no secret sauce. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. Uh, it starts a with determination of you, right? Mm-hmm. The handler. You know, uh, you want to go play in a sport and you want to be the best at it. You need to make this your 
eat, dream, sleep program. So you just <laughs> lived it. You need to live day. it. There's no such a thing like, man, I don't feel like it today. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. So you need to live it, right? Yeah. B. Uh, you need a super dog, right? The normal dog does not become a champion. There is no such a thing. You're not gonna go to Craigslist and find one real quick and be like, he's gonna be world champion. <laughs> a lot of people would disagree with you. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> a lot of people probably would disagree. And 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 again, right? Is that dog out there that came out of Craigslist and is the best dog anyone ever <laughs> seen? I'm sure he is, right? Now, if you do the numbers, right? Yeah. I mean, I won over, I don't know, all my, all the championships. I get over 500 championships in my life. If you do the numbers. <laughs> I'm sure there is someone, you know, every day someone wins the lotto. Every week some guy wins the lotto. But the other couple million, they get screwed over for that $25 entry, <laughs> right? So it's the same thing, I think, with dogs. So you need that super dog. You need that super dog. Then you need a super team, right? It's not a one-man show. You need that super team of handlers, trainers, decoys, people going to lay tracks for you who also eat, breed, and sleep this. Mm-hmm. Right? right, and are willing to share their knowledge with you, because there's a lot of super guys who are world champion who aren't sharing nothing. It's really? a secret sauce, right? And so, you know, as a young guy, you're gonna apprentice <clears throat> with these guys and do all, you know, wake up at four in the morning and lay the three three hour track for this guy. And don't forget to bring his favorite donut and his coffee. And then he comes out and he works out the track and he says. Thanks, appreciate it. My dog worked like shit, whatever, blah, 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 and storms off. And you're like, hey, bro, you know, you would help me with my dog, right? Right. So you need to be willing to give up to receive, right? Okay. And then you need to have the family that's going to put up with your craziness. <laughs> you need to have the family, the wife, kids or whoever, uh, who going to be like, damn, that's just him. That's just, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Our customers might know something about that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just that's just him that every minute he has, he's with this damn dog. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that, you know, that your customers going to agree with me that they know their dog much better than they know their wife, most likely. <laughs> right? And they have much more which, time which spent. Which wife? The first or second or third? <laughs> right. Yeah, we all guilty. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's like a, it's a lifestyle, right? It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, it's like the guy going to the gym and you want to become Mr. Olympia. You ask this guy, so, man, how many times a week you train? It's a stupid question. Yeah. Every, Every second a guy has, he's doing something, right? Yeah. The same with us. Like, you lay in bed and you're like, I can't sleep. And you're thinking, why can I not sleep? It's not because you ate too much pizza. It's because you run into some training issue. And you're like, I need to solve this, right? I can't sleep because... Something happened today in training, and it had to stop it, and I couldn't fix it. And then the movie is playing, and then even at sometimes at 2 in the morning, you're like, I can't sleep. And you wake up, and you're like, I'm going to go to my training hall while the whole family is asleep and turn on the lights and go play with this dog, right? So you wake up the dog at 2 in the morning, too, if you can't sleep? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And and, and, and so, you know, and then, then you go back to bed, and you're like, man, I fixed it, right? Right. You're all happy. But when it's not, you're pissed off. Oh, yeah. You're like in a bad mood. You, I mean, so yeah, I feel bad for the, the I feel bad for my family. I, I took a lot of time away from everybody for sure. You know? Yeah. So what do you think the biggest uh, challenge in some of that was? If you think about, you know, times you almost didn't win or, or, or what was the difference? What, what was? Well, I mean, to listen, you go to the big championship, uh, 
there is there is the same 10, 15 guys who are going to play for these championships for X amount of years, right? Yeah. And then you need to have a little bit of luck. I see. I mean. So all of those dogs are, are there for a reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the top three or the top five per country who go to the championships, right? So, uh, you know, there's a couple hundred people there with a couple hundred dogs. I mean, I'm not going to say that there is countries that the training level is less than at other countries, right? But, you know, I mean. So are you guys um, in those competitions, are you? And I'm, is it like, oh, there's Yuri? Hey, Yuri! Or is it like... Oh, there's Yuri. Oh, there's Yuri. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think you have it. You have all of it, yeah. right? You have the, the lovers and you have the haters, right? You have yeah. the the people who be like, really respect the work you've done and, and who've been at that level. People understand. They'd be like, no, I don't really like the guy. He is arrogant. He is whatever. But... At the end of the day, he is year after year after year. He is back with another dog, and he, you know what I mean. All these dogs. Different dog. It's not just one dog. Oh no, no, yeah. I've been at championships with like twelve or thirteen dogs. Uh, you know what I mean. So to come up with a new dog, and again a new dog, and again a new dog, and again a new dog, and always go to these championships. So you have a lot of people who respect that, um, and then you have the people who, you know, whatever. You know what I mean. Who jealous, envious. Haters, uh, <laughs> I can yeah. write books about that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's uh, But that's in every, you know what I mean? And, and it's not about money. At the end of the day, it's not about money. It's about fame, right? Right. Because there's no money to make. Oh, you just became world champion. It's not like you won the golf tournament and someone write you a $12 million check, right? That's not happening. No. I mean, <laughs> or you get a trophy, a couple trophies and... You know, yeah, right. some free Bag gear, and you know what I mean? You get all that. You get free gear and maybe a free trailer and free. I mean, they're going to hook you up. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like, oh, wow. I just, uh, you know, I mean, there is no. You're not making a living out of that. No, you're not making a living. The way you make a living is private lessons, uh, mm -hmm. uh, selling dogs you trained, uh, breeding, um, brokering dogs, uh yeah. Testing dogs, uh, whatever you know, Test, you know, coaching people, uh, yes, that's that kind of stuff. And the more you win, or the more your accomplishments are, the more you can charge for the training. The mm -hmm. more you can charge for whatever product you gonna you gonna bring, right? You know. Yep. So, yeah, the championships like the just kind of the icing on the cake of being like, well, this is what I can do for you, of being able to say like, this is what I did for myself. So if you want my services, I can help you with that. Right. You know what the funny part is? Is I see what well, we deliver a dog, right? And if I deliver a dog, we have an assistant deliver a dog, right? Mm -hmm. The assistant, I'm not going to say maybe he is as good or whatever, right? But these are these guys who work for us six, seven, eight years. These guys know dogs. I mean, these guys eat, live, dream, sleep dogs. Trust me. Otherwise, you would not be with us for that long, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But you can't tell the client who is whatever worth a hundred million dollars like well you know the question comes and you're like well i would fix it this way and then it's like if i say that answer people are like wow he was world champion he he knows what he's talking about mm -hmm. and i see when one one of the the kids that work for us go to deliver dog there's constantly questions and be like you know yeah. he knows the answer the answer is exactly he knows he knows what's in my head. I mean, I teach these kids, right? So, but that's, that's kind of like being a woman answering the phone. Yeah, w exactly. Sometimes. sometimes, not all. Well, Shannon and I both go through it sometimes. Like 
people want to talk to Jason because, I mean, he is really knowledgeable and he's great to talk to. And there's some questions that we can answer just as well as he can, but they want to hear it from him. Yeah, or you just get some guys, and I've had other jobs like this and, you know, other other scenarios where they're kind of like, oh, well, I'm just going to assume that you probably don't know what you're talking about because you're a woman. So they'll ask for a man. I have had to I have had to answer the same question that uh, Shannon has answered in a slightly different voice. And she'll answer it better. <laughs> no, no, I mean, but but yeah. it's the same thing in the time. Where we, we did a lot of breeding, right? Right. And it was really my wife who did all the breeding. She put the time, the effort. Yeah, everything. The research. A lot of research. You want to breed good dogs. You need to know these bloodlines mm-hmm. by heart. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and fly around and make bookings and airplane tickets and, and everything, right? I was just a guy outside goofing around playing dogs, right? <laughs> she does all the work, all the prep, all the thing. And then, um, you know, people would call, right? And, and they're like, oh, we have a breeding question. And she's like, okay, go ahead. And, and. And they were like, yeah, man, I just want to talk to Yuri. But I didn't really know much about it, but I, always, <laughs> but, but I always played it off like, you know. And then I was narcissistic too, you know. I think every winning guy becomes – Every guy. Well, I don't know every guy, but uh, I mean – or maybe every guy, but then I was I had the extreme version of it. Um, um, you know, as narcissist, you're like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, for a long time, I thought it was a one-man show. Anyone you want to know anything, I'll give you all the answers <laughs> to everything, right? You want breeding, it's me, it's me, it's me. I even deleted, I don't know, my webmaster lead stuff on my on, on my website. And the family was no longer on there. I was like, Yuri does it all on his own. Right. You know, and, and, and me seeing the website, not even thinking nothing about it, you're like, well, without me, this, I mean, so yeah. there's the wrong mindset, right? That's the wrong, for sure, for sure, it's the mm-hmm. it's the wrong mindset. So, you know, I want to straighten that out, that it wasn't a one-man show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of people involved, actually, you know, who were much more, or as dedicated as me and much more knowledgeable about a lot of stuff. But I was kind of the face of the, the thing, you know? Yeah, that's, in, I mean... <laughs> Um, that is, that's really perspective. I mean, to think about it. like, cause I've it, with W, I've tried not to be that the face of W. You're I mean? W. Like I, I, I try not to be, I want to be here and a team leader, but I've made it an effort that I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want it to be about me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, let's get into, um, what you do mostly. So let's take it. So. So we got a little bit of your history and stuff, but now let's do it. Let's talk about your executive protection dogs and some of the things that that the, the stories that's brought you and, and the things that you've learned. So where do you start with when you when you get a dog, and how many dogs do you do you normally try to you know train or or a year or, or and when do you so, so just talk a little bit about how you get a dog <laughs> and, and what kind of process it takes before you. Make money, not giving your secret sauce away to, no, to make no, competitors. No, it's no but... secret sauce. It's same with championships. Mm-hmm. It's no secret sauce. You yeah. just need to work. Right. To work and be better and try to do everything better than the last guy. Yeah. You know so you I mean? take a dog, you don't get a puppy puppy. I mean, you won't. You no, like... I've done all that, but it takes too much time. Too much time. So you'd rather, you you import a dog? Or... Yeah, we import dogs from Europe. I have a couple guys there, right? That have some basic training already. No, no, that 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 high high trainers, you know, like me who go to big time championships mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you know, then you have the hobby guys, right? Mm-hmm. The hobby guys compete and have a dog for whatever reason he doesn't get along with, or 
the dog has his number, can't control him in championships or whatever. Mm-hmm. These dogs get sold, so right. So these guys pick up these dogs for us, right? right? Good dogs, right? But maybe a little bit out of control, maybe not a good bond with the handler, maybe whatever, right? Maybe the yeah. dog doesn't jump high enough or far enough or mm-hmm. a, a little stuff. But, but once you get into the mindset, I want to win a championship, everything bothers you. Oh. Right? Yeah. Once you're like, I'm going to be, you know, so I know <clears throat> guy. I mean, I had the same thing. Be like, man, you know. And you're for sure look, when you have looking access. looking for the perfect dog. Is yeah, you're looking mm-hmm. for the perfect dog. Good news and bad news. Good news, there is someone out there. Bad news, the reason, the thing you're going to find them is small. Right. Or you need A, crazy luck, or B, real budget. Mm-hmm. You can find <laughs> that perfect dog. You need to go spend. Are you willing to spend six figures on the dog? Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's possible, right? The so, answer for me is no. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no, I mean, I get it. I get it. And so, but I think it's like with, with people too, we all have strong points and, and, and less strong points in training, right? Yeah. I love obedience. Everyone loves protection, right? Who, who, which trainer does not like to stick a dog on some dude? That's the most fun part of our <laughs> job, right? Right? You're like, man, you know what I mean? And then the guy slides away, falls over, get bit, big bruises, couple holes. You'd be like, yeah, that was mine, right? I mean, so everyone loves that. And then, you know, some people don't like tracking because like waking up early in the morning, maybe drive two, three, four hours to find a certain rocky bottom or maybe turf grass or or plow dirt or you know, the championship going to be in Las Vegas. It's going to be dry. You need to you need to train in the circumstances that you're going to hmm. compete in, right? right? So it might take you, you know, in the weekend you have off or whatever. You know, need they need to go do, I mean, need to go find that kind of stuff. So we, we buy the dogs that have somewhere, have an issue somewhere. Okay. And you know what the issue is. Oh, not, no, me, yeah, I mean. Most people will tell you what the issue no, is. No, no, most people don't tell nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, people are only as as uh, as honest as what the dollar amount brings, right? Right. What's his problem? Well, he don't really have a problem. That's a lie. Well, why are you selling it? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, why are you selling him? Why this? But everyone is always getting divorced, right? I mean, I sold, I, I bought hundreds of dogs in my career. But yeah, I'm getting divorced, bro. And six months later, I buy another dog from the same guy. I'm getting divorced, right? <laughs> and then, then you see on Facebook, oh, 25 years married, you know, congratulations to my lovely wife, right? <laughs> I mean, so I don't really care anymore. So we, ha- we have, I tell the guys that buy dogs for me too. doesn't matter. I don't care why, but I want to know what the problem is on the dog. So we test, and if our tests do whatever, he passes that test that we have in mind, and that's where the secret sauce comes, right? I'm not going to explain what the test is, but um, if he passes my test, we buy him. I don't care what the issue is because that issue is not going to play any part in our training. Right. I, I'm not testing if he can jump 1 meter 20 free and clear or mm-hmm. his technique is not good for this. It, there's no executive protection dog who has to jump free and clear above the gate. or You know, nobody wants that, right? We yeah. need perfect obedience we need sociability we need protection thing we need instinct to protect right and we need trainability and we need forgiveness yeah because we want perfection and perfection comes pressure with pressure comes the drive goes down can you forgive me and work through it so it looks good and don't not look like the dog that got the beating of his life for the last two years and be like 
right? Ears yeah. down, tail down. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm afraid. I just glued to your leg. So right. you don't mm-hmm. want that either. So, But I, I think we have that all covered. You know what I mean? We, we, now, yeah. your dogs, um, so, so how young of a dog do you bring into your program? I don't want the young ones. So how many? Well, how old are they normally? I, I prefer two to three years old. Oh, really? Sorry, two to three years. And so it, this is a dog who has been, I say, semi semi professionally trained, right? People who do this as a hobby are also people who train mm-hmm. four or five days a week or three mm-hmm. times a week in a club. That means also at home you need to do obedience, you need to do jumping, you need to do, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. So that dog has good, really good basics. Yeah, good handle. So you. You get to just fine tune it and take it from and turn that dog into what you need it to be. Yeah. For example, the dog has good obedience on a field because sport is set scenario, right? Mm-hmm. This is the field. The dog knows I come on the field to take my collar off. I do off leash obedience, right? Well, real life is we go to the mall. You do mm-hmm. off leash obedience at the mall. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a different story. No matter if you're ten times world champion in sport. That dog never seen these surroundings. Like, oh wow, yeah. you know? Yeah, all the variables. That's a whole different distraction. People walking up to you, people bumping into you, little kid pulling your tail, right? Mm-hmm. Elevator, escalator, rolling stairs. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it's what I mean? A bunch of different stuff, huh? Right. In place of riding in a trailer, in a dog trailer, in a dog box, he needs to drive into a nice car without chewing up the car. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, is this from experience or? <laughs> well, no, we all have those. We all have a training vehicle that does not always look so great inside because of you need to, you know, to to train it, you need to do it, right? So, right. you know, yeah. That's interesting. Well, it sounds like your dogs have great people skills. Have you ever had to deal with a person that maybe couldn't handle their dog? Yeah, the Andrews in the world are there. That's, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to spell it out like that. <laughs> no, kidding, kidding, kidding. I'm not. Yeah. You haven't seen me with a dog yet. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean, for sure. I mean. Andrew, do you want to get in the bite suit? It looks. There's no choice. There, I mean, there is really no choice. It's like, if you tell me to do yeah, it. You're on the time. You're on the time clock. There's like this look of like he wants to, but. <laughs> I can tell you I've been in the bite suit, and I was impressed with. The one thing I was impressed with was the power of the dog you know i i was hoping the, you would say the padding of the suit no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not so much Andrew. not so much <laughs> not so much <laughs> my only my only advice to you is don't try to pull away from the dog go into the dog so the thing gets you like this I, i'm not going to be thinking of that in the moment cuz if you chicken out and go half ass you're going to get pinched and that's worse than Okay, so just <laughs> just don't just don't run from the charging executive exactly. protection it's, dog. It's Got exactly it. right. Um, but but anyways, I didn't calculate in my mind, Yuri, the momentum of the dog. Meaning, right. you know, and 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 I don't know how far we did it. Was what? Yeah, it wasn't very far. Twenty because yards. We, yeah, 30 we don't. Yards. We don't. Yeah, not even probably. You don't want to take so the for risk Andrew, of people or not. We want to do like a hundred yards. <laughs> Let's give him a it running start. <laughs> you know what the deal is? It doesn't really matter. Once you do everything over twenty, twenty-five yards, it, it doesn't matter anymore. The it's speed the never gets faster, right? The dog reaches top speed. He's gonna reach top speed. But the anticipation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the anticipation <laughs> gets just get worse. No, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the so further, I, I want the hundred yards. I want that anticipation. Oh yeah, yeah the anticipation Andrew, is but... like, oh man, oh man. Oh no, I know. I remember the first time I was in a suit. I mean, you know, as a young kid. Yeah. It was yeah. like when Buddy was shocking us with the collars. You're like, I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. I know it's going to. Just a matter of when. We did a test round 
oh, the the callers and and uh, you know shock at one, and we had a round table, and they all wanted to up the up the ante. And so while I start toning before that mental like it's coming, oh man, that's, that's oh yeah, the he'd worst. like start like doing a combination of like, okay, I'm gonna tone you, and now I'm gonna vibrate twice, <laughs> maybe wait like four or five seconds, and then I'm gonna get you. Yeah. So if you suspected that Buddy shocks us, yes, he does. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> that was the impressive part about the bite suit that I didn't um I didn't calculate. I calculated okay, a, a 60 pound dog or 50 pound dog or whatever. I don't even know how heavy it was, but I was like, "Oh, I could handle that." You know what I mean? Right. But what you can't handle, what what you're not anticipating is that dog is going to hit you with all of its momentum. With 30 mile, on 30 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. To be fair, there's no way to really prepare for that mentally. Yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe after a couple times you know maybe, about yeah. it, but the first time it's like, oh yeah, and it just jerks you around like a rag doll, and you're like, okay, <laughs> get my ass beat <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, yeah, sure. Um, that's always what's laughing with people like, man, yeah, I'm going to do this. When he comes, I'm going to shove my hand, and I'm going to do that. When a dog comes, you get bit. There's yeah. no more to that. And what you see on the YouTube videos, those 19-year-old kids in a bod- in a bodysuit, that's that kid has been doing this since he is 10 years old. Hmm. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. an athlete, like athlete, athlete. He ain't like a little fat weight kid. <laughs> he's a kid with a six-pack in there, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. who weighs a soaking wet, 140 pounds, and is six foot two, and is in the shape of his life. And he is making moves that we only can dream from, Yeah. right? And bam, bam, they're like, oh, man, he missed it. Yeah. People are like, Wow. <laughs> Reality is, normal guy comes, you get bit. <laughs> you get bit and they're going to hurt, right? I mean, I don't care. It, you know you know how people are. You watch Bruce Lee on TV and then you think, man, the next one that comes out, I'm just going to lift my leg above his head. Yes. Reality is, maybe your leg don't go that high, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same with the dog. You're like, ah, the dog is coming and you're getting bit. And you mm-hmm. know what? Uh, the second thing that impressed me was you called the dog off. I don't know what you said, but. I'd like to know what that command is, but I don't remember it this time. But anyways, you call that dog off, and that dog was just instantly off of me and running back for for you, and your daughter was there. And your daughter was a little bit younger, and she was goofing off with the ball or whatever right, it was, right, right. which is what you reward the dog with, I think, right, afterwards. Right. Well, it was a young dog. We and so here's with, your yeah. daughter. I don't know how old she was, but she's playing with that ball, and out of the corner of her eye, she caught that dog coming at her Mach 40 <laughs> and at the last second realized that she had the thing that the oh, yeah. <laughs> and she like at the last second just threw it up like that. And I was so impressed with her reaction was like, that wasn't her first rodeo. Yeah, it was not her first rodeo. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Over, over the years, there's many times where you're like, you have to go inside the house and tell the wife, oh, just the dog just bit our daughter <laughs> right and it, You're like it's okay it, it's okay <laughs> yeah it's all right she still has no but but because of playing right, right. kids are kids right oh yeah, yeah. we are mm-hmm. training and they want to be with dad and they want to be with the thing and they want to be with the dogs and we are so set on that winning the championship and the kids are there on the field and they're throwing the ball between each other and then they're goofing off and next thing you know, beep, blow the whistle and then the dog goes to the wrong ball that she holds in her hand and then mm-hmm. she got bit in the hand. I mean, you name it, the scenario, we we uh, yeah, we uh, we had to announce it to the wife at some point in time like, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. know the speech is going to come and you're like, oh shit. It was right? almost yeah. that time. I'm just going to tell you, you know, it was just a kid 
And you could just see little it. She girl, was just, yeah. She's a little girl just playing, not paying attention to the whole scenario. She was bored. She wasn't impressed with, with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, seen this a thousand times. Yeah, yeah you're like, uh, you know. I and was now, impressed with the dog. She was not so much. Now that little girl is actually a badass trainer right now. I bet. Great. Yeah, I bet. she is almost 16, and she Yeah. She can train a dog. She, uh, yeah. Well, I could tell you, in in – Half a nanosecond, <laughs> she picked up exactly what the problem in her situation yeah. was, <laughs> and she got rid of the problem. And, and you know the routine is like you only learn that to real life experience. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was a time the dog run me over and bit me in my hand for the ball. Guess what? I learned something. <laughs> yeah, tossed yeah. the ball away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, uh, where where has this job taken you? It's, you've gotten some pretty interesting stories and Yo. places you've gone yeah uh, outside the US inside the US I mean can you think of any that are that that you could talk about you didn't yeah number one <laughs> you could talk about yeah right right yeah I have we have a lot of uh uh NDA agreements right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um but yeah there, there's been some cool ones I mean from uh you know famous people famous basketball guys coming to our house and play some hoops with my little boy, you know, who cool. dreams about right. Every mm-hmm. little boy dreams about being a basketball player and drive the Ferrari and 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 you know what I mean. And uh, I thought that a little wrong too. I made money, my God, for a while, so I was the the wrong the wrong father for a while. Be like, man, if you train hard, look at this. We can buy this, and <laughs> you can, yeah. you know what I mean. And it's like, you know, I, I thought I was doing good and providing. Private schools and the cool cars and the big houses and all that kind of stuff, but I lost track a little bit about uh, for the family, right? So yeah. um, that that's what I'm dealing with right now is trying to mitigate this mess. Real, but, real things back in and come yeah, back, get yourself grounded again a little bit. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm grounded right now in all kind of purposes, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, for real. I mean, for real, because it's it's uh, yeah, you get excited, right? Yeah. Well, I you were you were because because your job is to fly out and meet really rich people, really people who are well off. I mean, yeah. the Buddy Woodburys are not buying your dogs. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I can't afford them. And, um. Well, I mean, but I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's all a matter of I've sold to really rich people, mm-hmm. and I've sold to normal people who probably make less money than you do. They don't have, I'm going to say, all, a Ford dealership in the backyard. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, but but I mean, it all depends what Ouch, you need. I no, like no. my trucks, okay? You're yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know, I know. I just see, your you Fords know I mean? in general. Uh, it's just to have spares in case they break down, they say, right? Which they do. I want to Don't go talk about our Fords like that. <laughs> Come on now. I know. I, I have a Dodge and the thing breaks down too, so I don't yeah. know. But, but uh, no, so long story short is I think everyone can afford our services if you need to. Right. Right. If it's a priority. Right. Yeah, because you like a fancy truck, right? Oh yeah. Because yeah. you like to go off roading and you don't want to get stuck and you want to pull the trailer and ba 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 ba. Tomorrow your wife goes jogging and quote hopefully not, but you know gets whatever attacked and yeah. we go from there. Mm-hmm. Whatever may happen after that, guess what? She's gonna come home be like, I can't run anymore. I need therapy. I need yeah 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 yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. To make right. her happy, we need to keep her safe. 
you don't look like the guy who's gonna do ultra running, right? So most <laughs> most most likely, you know what I mean? It's like none of us gonna go run with his wife because he's kind of Andrew again. That was a lot funner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like so. You know what I'm I mean? So now around. we need a running partner to yeah. protect the wife, and it's like okay, what are gonna cost X amount of money? Yeah, we're gonna find that money. We're gonna do that, right? Be- yeah. Or or your kids, or you know what I mean? Uh, you go hunting and, and someone breaks in your house and terrorizes your family, be like, hey, listen, I need protection. We're going to get the call. You will find this money. Some yeah. way, somehow, you will find the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, how many people are suspect of your, your of the dogs? How many people challenge you know, new, new people? They're like, ah, is it really, you know. Worth it. Worth it, yeah. Like how, how many people... Oh, everybody! Is it really worth uh, sixty-five or eighty-five thousand uh, dollars? Yeah, it's like, can your dog really do all that? What's your life no, no, worth? no, no, no! I mean, that's for sure. So yeah. people, we get the discussions, and then I try to get the price in early in the discussion, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because we don't need to do a five-hour interview to figure out that you work for McDonald's. It's not gonna work right. unless you yeah. own McDonald's, right? I mean, you, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So we want to figure out, like, hey, listen, because a lot of people, everyone calls for the same. I need this super dog who listens like a train machine mm-hmm. sleep next to my newborn baby. Right. Right? And it sounds a really simple. Newborn baby killer. It, it, it's a really, right? Mm-hmm. Someone has to take that, train that dog that he is really cool with a newborn baby who might scream, yell, poke him in the eye, put a crayon up his ear, whatever, and then at the same time be protective without touching the baby. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of work involved. That's a three-year process, right? Yeah. So that's why I tell people, hey, listen, think about this. It's three years of training. Right. Because the dog that protects on his own, I hear all these stories. Man, I had this dog when I was 12 years old. He wasn't trained, bro, but he was protecting me like you never seen before and this is all blah, blah, blah. This is all, in most cases, this is all you only remembering the good parts of that dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because one time he growled and you thought someone was in the forest, but nobody was in the forest. And he growled and you're like, oh, man, he protected me. I mean, so I, I, I tell people. In mine, there's a gate. When I'm walking back from my truck or something, there's a gate there. My dogs are all hackled up, growling at the gate, you know, and they're like, we didn't see that gate when we come through here. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, so, I mean, I tell people, the dog that would kill somebody, he, untrained, he is not living with your newborn baby. He yeah. is not. Oh, yeah. He is not. He's going to kill that baby too. 99%. Is that one dog out there? Of course he is. But but let's talk about, can, let's buy dogs and not buy one. Let's buy hundreds. Right. Are we going to, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's not going to work, right? So the untrained dog who can do that, if that could be the case, we would never sell another dog in our life. You just buy a puppy, raise it, and he does everything. Yeah. yeah. Just like you see in the movies. Chances are slim. How long do the dogs last? Like, Well, like a Belgian Malinois lives anywhere from 11 to 15 years, right? What's their useful life? Well, working? useful life, Belgian Malinois is, is really close to how long they live. Really? Mm-hmm. We had one that was about 15 years old, and she had two teeth left. And when you told her to bite, you got gummed. But it's, uh, I mean, right? But she's still at 15, right? She's still, still trying. She's no, still, still at 15, she was giving it a college try, right? Yeah. I mean, she's like, I got two teeth. I'm going right. to try to use right it. Right now, we have a 12 year old who is in really good shape. Right? Right. She got what well, she stands up, she needs to warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But all day long, she's great. At night and in the morning, a little stiff. 
but 12 and a half years old. You think keeping him in shape is the biggest? Like, well, yeah, it's like with yeah. everything. Then Mentally and physically. Right. right. Yeah, it's like what they say about people. You know, if you don't stop moving, you keep staying active, you don't let yourself become sedentary, you, you're able to do a lot more for a lot longer. Yeah. I'm at the sedentary stage currently. <laughs> um, awesome. We gotta stop here, Jess. How are we doing on orders? Okay, perfect. That's gonna be in the podcast. We're sitting here uh, <laughs> taking over the shop with Yuri doing a, doing a, a podcast instead of shipping orders. So I want to make sure that we're paying the bills, Yuri. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what about uh, what things have you seen dealing with with people that you didn't expect or you had to learn? You know. You know, maybe personality or, you know, um, different, you know, going out in different countries or whatever, you know, that that was just different. Or you're like, huh, you had to maybe change your approach or something. Your approach or the dogs. Or... Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I think to do this job, you need to be a people guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the reserve is not going to work. Uh, you need to be able to fit in real easy, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes <clears throat> people are really outgoing and we are really outgoing and sometimes people are really hard to deal with, really strange personalities, and you need to be able to, you know, deal with that and be like, all right, you know, it's not going to be joking for five days. We're just going to, This know, guy's not a joker. No no jokes. No jokes. No, it's like, you know, some people are like to the point and start at 8 o'clock. That doesn't mean 8 or 1. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. 8, right? And then some people are like, ah, come here at 10 in the morning. So sleep in a little bit. So do I, right? So you yeah. get all that. And then culture-wise, uh, um, you know, you might come into Arabic countries or something like that. And, you know what I mean? They have different religion, different things. So you need to, uh, we just prepare a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You buy a dog from us. I know you're going to be like Qatar, whatever, Dubai, whatever. You know, you need to uh, Google it for a second and be like, okay, that's the habit. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? You can make jokes about X, Y, Z. You can, right. you know, need to know, understand what they're going to eat and not ask for something that against their religion. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, we never discuss religion or, or, or politics. Yeah. That's what, just a What given. about the dog? How often does you being a handler and handing this off to a somebody who doesn't have a clue about a dog? Well, we prepare that, right? So we, we prepare that uh, that process. So you're preparing the client, like you're, no, no, you're... we prepare the dog. Okay. Right. So we buy a dog that's a year and a half old, has already one or two trainers, right? Then he comes with us, and then different people want to handle the dog. Yeah. Right. My kids are around. Hey, can you handle the dog? I'll be in the suit. Mm-hmm. Right. You do obedience with him. Let's go to the the mall. Kids like to go to the mall. You know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old. Let's mm-hmm. go to the mall. Well, cool. By the way, we're going to take a couple dogs, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, they get paid, right? You know what I mean? They'll take the dog because they're going to still buy the sneakers they want and still, you know what yeah. I mean? But, it's a trade-off. Right. So but so the dog get used to listening to different people and pressure from different people to perform for different people. Okay. Then we have the, the assistant kids and all that that work for us, right? So at that point in time, you know, these kids will handle these dogs. And so the dog knows, like, as long as you know as a handler how to handle Right? And that's my job. Oh, that's, you know, the one who delivers dogs. That's your job. Right. You know, so for example, everything we do works on two triggers. Right? For example, healing, which is a basic exercise, right? Okay. You know, it will always start with a vocal command followed by a body command. 
body command meaning every time we start walking, we start walking with the left foot first. You always walk with the left foot first. Always. You stand still, you start walking left foot first. Hmm. When you stop, you stop on your left foot. So the dog knows I glue, I'm glued to the left foot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Left foot stops, I stop. Right foot stops. He's going to double check it like, hey. What are we doing? What's going on? Yeah. Because when you walk away from a dog, I'm going to tell him to stay. And I'm going to walk away with the right foot. So he knows stay. Right? Yeah. And I'm doing the right thing. You walk away with the right foot. So there's always two commands to the dog. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't even have to say, you know, stay to get him to stay if I wanted to keep going. So you could stop, mm-hmm. not give a command, mm-hmm. walk away with your right foot, and he'll stay behind. Wow, that's intuitive. Right? But, but, that's not what we want. We want to double it to the dog. So there is never confusion. Number one, command comes. Number two, the body command goes. We'd be like, okay, the dog's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're it's reinforcing it. It's a confirmation. There is never like hesitation. Because in real life, for this dog, there is no time for hesitation. Yeah. There is no time for, right? He, so that's over this stuff we learned over the years. You know, to compete with, <clears throat> you know, you, you get perfectionist. You have yeah. to. If you want to win championships, you need to be perfectionist. If you be perfectionist, then you're like, all right, how can we make it easier for the dog, easier for the dog, easier for the dog? That's what this is about. Easier for the dog. Yeah. No. Um, and you think, every, so is everybody, what's your success rate? What's your, if you were to go through and, and uh, send out a review to every customer you send a dog to, what do you think? You, ha- you have people who are not happy or you think oh, like oh. most everybody's happy or, I mean. Or, no, 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 no. I mean, in real life, there is always, you always run into people who are unhappy or or less happy have right? high expectations and yeah uh we have really good the goal is everybody happy oh yeah which is 99% the case right but you're going to run into this family guy who you know it, it's you know what i mean normally we're going to see this when we deliver when there's going to be a problem right Right, you can just like, tell right away. Yeah, you can. T- and what I learned over the years in business too, uh, is that hey, listen, uh, if if the if you start interviewing people and it doesn't feel right, you're like, I don't know about this guy. We cut it off. Don't even mess with it's it. It's not worth going further, knowing that there's gonna be an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because yeah, you're you know, just not. You gonna, know what I mean? Because no. you know, you you know that some people do not understand that, and these are people we try to cut. I don't want them as clients. Yeah. Right in the time we did everything, like money. I want the money. I want the money. But at the end of the day, that money isn't. It's not enough money to go through this amount of headache, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna spend half your day talking to him on the phone, trying to please him. There comes a point where you're like, it's not worth it, right? right. Mm-hmm. And it's normal that people have questions. It's normal that people wanna double check with you. It's normal there is a good bond. Like, hey, the dog did X, Y, Z. In a five-day delivery process, I cannot teach you everything that dog knows in any situation. Right. Right? And we're going to run into stuff that <clears throat> even the best dog hesitates because he might never seen it. Yeah. Right? But he needs to get over it, and mm-hmm. he will. So so the dog that, that uh, most of the time when you, you send a dog, say I was to buy a dog from you, It'd be a five-day process. You're going to... Andrew, you're going to get some water? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, put mine up, too, please. Um, so so it's a five-day... Delivery process. Delivery process. So you're, you, 
I'm going to expect to see Yuri five days. Yeah. Or, or Yuri's assistant when I'll be like. Oh, two see, people. Two yeah. Two people. And, and uh, how long during the day? Like All day, all day. All day. Wow. I, I mean, that's pretty intensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it might be husband, wife, couple kids, nannies, yeah. groundskeeper, la, 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 la. Everyone needs to know the basics on the dock. And yeah. then the main, mostly is the wife or mostly is the husband, husband and wife. You know, yeah, that's gonna. And, and so that that dog is gonna have a command that's like either guard or protect or, uh -huh. um, or is it gonna do it intuitively? Like, but intuitively at night, gonna protect the house or the yard or whatever he is in, right? Right. Mm -hmm. The goal is the house because they live inside the house. Yeah. These dogs, right? That's that's instinct and training both, right? So I go to a house that that you sold a dog to, and I'm gonna get bit if I. If you open the door and walk in, yes, Don't right, for sure. No, bring the cheese stick. Yeah, the... it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. Pepperoni stick, cheese, hot dogs, bring a whole pack of hot dogs. I'm still getting bit. Yes. And then they'll take the hot dogs. <laughs> and then you can eat the hot dogs later. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's the, so when we train a dog, mm -hmm. we need to do the bite suit because of techniques, right? Yeah. But in reality, there is no bite suit, there is no gestures, there is no, right? There is no nothing. Yeah. Bad guy shows up, boom. He's getting bit, if you want well, him to. Well, for the training too, <clears throat> we need to teach a dog that comes out of a sport, right? The dog comes out of a sport, meaning he's going to bite the bite suit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That now, there's no longer a bite suit. Right. So right? understanding that. He needs to understand that. You're not biting the bite suit, you're biting the person. You're biting the person, but you need to understand that. It's no longer a game. Right. When you bite a bite suit, it's a game. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Right? Right, right. Great. But in reality, there ain't no bite suit, right? So reality, we need to teach aggression to a dog. Okay. Real aggression. And it needs to turn on right here, right now. Is that like the last step? Or? No. But yes, yes. In the training, in the training process. Because I yes. imagine you don't have too many Andrews to go out there without the bite suit to, to get the no, real we bite. Can fight. Is mine? Yeah. I <laughs> Sure, I guess. <laughs> I couldn't find a cup. Buddy, where, where did you, you put your cup? Where did you find the cups at? Oh, I don't know. Hold on a second. We got to get a cup here. We'll be right back. Person has to do it to get a drink here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You get, Andrew, send him off for a glass of water. and he's, He'd be nervous right now. He'd be getting bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can't so, do that right. Are we back on? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. So good. the aggression part is the dog needs to understand that the bad guy does not look like a bad guy anymore. For for his whole life, he sees someone in a suit. Bam! Game. Game is on. He knows who the I bad guy is. I turn on. That's the guy I'm going to bite, <laughs> right. right? So now real life comes along, and it, it, there is no bad guy. There's a guy in a pair of shorts and a T-shirt walking up, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's not the bad guy, right? So um, that's a little bit where the secret sauce come in, so I can only uh, – yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we have a really good system, really good system, uh, to teach that, and, yeah, everybody and, that person walks by is probably a good guy, and there's one bad guy that may not look like so. Right. So the command comes, and the dog needs to come in aggression right now, not like huh, what? <laughs> like what are we doing? And, and maybe that command might not come for two years. Yeah. And so the clients ask me, Yuri, how can I trust this dog? Right. And so the only way of trusting this dog. And I know I can trust the dogs I've trained because I make the dog responsible for his own life. 
I see. Yeah. In place of you're protecting me, you're not protecting me. Okay. You're protecting yourself from the beating that's to come. Yeah. Right? And I'm the beneficiary of your you protecting yourself because of the habit of training I created. When you're protecting yourself, you glue to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he is not protecting Buddy or Andrew or Jesse. He is protecting himself. So once he knows that command, it's like he's on high alert. He knows. So we train him, right? With like a whip and whatever. Regular guy shows up. He's on the lease. Watch. Dog's like, watch. He seems cool. What? Yeah. And the regular guy runs away, right? Simple. Yeah. And then the regular guy come back. Makes a threatening thing. So basically you make him King Kong. I go crazy in aggression. You run away. You're afraid of me. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Then you build that up. And then later on, I'm no longer afraid of you. I'm going to come to you. You know, we're going to muzzle the dog and teach him how to poke, you know, right. to push. And so then you can take it off. We know now whatever come close to that thing, dog going to go. Yeah. And then in that same training, the dog is glued to the handler, right? So you think he is protecting you. In real life, he's protecting himself while being glued to you in obedience. And wow. they can't, I mean, you can't have the dog. I mean, they can't, the dog has to be very well mannered before that situation. Like, he's with your family. Like, you mm-hmm. got to trust that dog. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, that's the last part in our training. So, you know, yeah. it goes from obedience to service dog. Dogs get dragged around everywhere with everyone, you know. Yeah. But I mean, then it gets off leash obedience, then they get all the protection. But you can't then- have a dog, you know, with, with your friends or whoever. You know, I mean, like, there's. It just changes the dynamic that, you know, your buddy's over there and you're like, yeah, you don't want your dog biting your buddies, you know, or whatever. You know, that that right. dog's got to be able to distinguish. Yeah, no, no. And that's why they have to be a little older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, to train it. Because you, you work a little bit on the nerve of the dog, mm-hmm. right? That's where the good dogs come in. Yeah. Are you forgiving and make it uncomfortable for you, right? You get poked. You, you create a little pain. Yeah. Are you going to run away? Or are you going to stand there? I mean, it can build up, right? But yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's like a boxer, right? You, your kid does boxing. He comes in the boxing ring. I knock him out. He never coming back, yeah. right? But if I tease him a little, tick, 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 and now he hits me a little bit, he gets stronger. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, right? So same with that dog. You know, I mean, that's basically how it works. But um, So they are completely social. They can run with your kids. They have been living in households with kids, yeah. right, before they come to us. They've been everywhere, drag around. And then we do the service dog stuff. We go fly with them. We put them on an airplane. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fly with them, a couple flights. So yeah. we get used to that. Mm-hmm. Right? People have a boat. We're going to go on a boat. Uh, whatever. Whatever, right? You, uh, some people are in four-wheelers and this and that. And whatever whatever your family does or has, we're going to prepare before we come. Right. People, you know, sometimes we have done a dog for a lady in a wheelchair, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now the dog needs to be glued next to the wheelchair. When the wheelchair turns, there is wheels. Yeah. Right? So the dog needs to understand now. He needs to stay half a foot away and not lean in the wheelchair like he would do in your leg because Mm -hmm. the wheelchair turns, he's going to run over his feet. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to, you know, we go buy a wheelchair, play a little bit at home, get him used to without biting, without, you know, used to an obedience like, hey, wheelchair turns to the right. Hey, buddy. Run a little faster, move a little bit away. So you get them used to kind of stuff, you, you know? Uh, one of the things, this was years ago, you said you had them trained to 
you fall in the pool and the dog would get get you out of the pool. Right, kids, little kids, wow. little kids. Um, how how did you do that? Or I mean, I mean, to get somebody falling in the pool, you you had dogs that would you would train them and be like, okay, well you got a pool, I can train them to to you know, a kid falls in the pool, you go, you pull out of the pool. Right, right, right. The the first part of training is. Uh, there's two two things to the to the training. First one is teaching the dogs how to swim comfortably yeah. mm-hmm. with a toy, right, in the pool. Yeah. Right. Second of all, then is we need to teach the dog to guard kids away from the pool. The dog knows, hey, no kid should be in the pool, right, unless mom and dad is here, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the dog learns to be with a little kid, yeah. and the, the kid comes to the pool. And the dog gets training with the e collar. The dog gonna push that kid away, okay. or that adult away. Yeah. So that works great. So when the kid is in the pool, we teach it with a, a foam um, foam tube. Yeah. You know, my kids were always good for you know. It, that's a cool part when you have a business and you have little kids. They're like, man, we need to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, swimming scenario. Who's coming? Me, me, me. Who's gonna right? drown today? Hold me, yeah. daddy. I wanna drown. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, they, you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. They they put on the swimsuit and take uh, you know, the little rubber bands and then have the mm-hmm. foam tube yep. and jump in the pool. Boop. And then the dog grabs the 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 foam tube and pulls him out. Real life, he needs to grab the kid somewhere. Yeah, he gonna right. bite the arm. He gonna bite the leg and pull a little kiddo out. Yeah. People like, well, he gonna have holes in his leg. It's well, it's the trade-off. It's a <laughs> hole yeah. in your leg, in your, your kid's arm, not dead. or <laughs> a dead kid. And you know how fast that goes for sure when you're a parent. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. it's not like you're a bad parent because your kid drowned. I mean, we all been in the situation where you're like, then I speak for myself. Uh, I mean, where you're like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, right. You're like, where's the kid? I mean, the oh, phone yeah. ring. A second, you turn around, you put on your iPad, whatever, click on the TV, whatever it may be. <gasps> Where's the kid? And now mm-hmm. he's outside. Now he is, I mean. Yeah, it happens quick. Oh, it happens so quick. I mean, it's not like, oh, wow, they weren't watching him. That that 30 seconds is enough for that kid to be in the pool. 10 yeah. seconds. No, well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, regardless. I'm, yeah. Well, um, so let's wrap this up. But I, we, we always end up our podcast with a train wreck story. So everything in your world goes according to plan? Or do you have any, like, good train wrecks? Training, uh, you know, customers, or at a at a at a at a show where a dog made you look foolish. I mean, what? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that. I mean this is one this is one thing when uh, uh, I have a couple of those train wreck stories, but I, 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 you know, I mean, I need to give a couple good ones, right? I, oh, yeah. I promise you, a couple good ones. But um, I, I had this dog. I I was competing. I won a championship in Germany, and uh, there was a dog in Germany, and he failed at. The protection part he run to on the field of six blinds right and there's mm-hmm. a, a bad guy hidden in blind number six and it's an obedience exercise dog runs up and down up and down and then barks at blind number six and <clears throat> the dog came on blind number six circles blind number six he's the bad guy circles around blind number six gets into distress from pressure from the handler in training walks and jumps over the field fence boop, <laughs> and runs into the trailer on 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 the uh, <laughs> in the parking lot, right? He's like, I'm out. And I'm, think, I'm laughing, right? Because I, I you know, I, I just won the championship and I was like, holy shit, you know. And that was and, somebody and else's dog. That was somebody else's dog, right? <laughs> and so... So you're like, yeah, haha, you No, dog. no, no, no. So it gets better. So I was like, you, you know, when you're young and cocky, you're like, man, this is just a training problem, right? Yeah. So I go to the parking lot and this guy is pissed off. Like, 
if he had a gun and there is no witnesses, the dog would have been dead. <laughs> because this guy was multiple times German champion, an older guy, no-nonsense guy, very well respected, with a, with a five-year-old dog, at, at, right? So at the championship, dog walks away. So I go there, you know, and then my entrepreneur mind starts buzzing. And I was like, man, what are you going to do with this dog? And he is like in German, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to freaking hang him, kill him, shoot him, you know. <laughs> and I was, you know what I mean? And Beautiful I was like, language. you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll buy the dog. He's like, I don't really care. Puppy price. Right? <laughs> and then that time, the American dollar was standing strong. It was like buying nothing. Like a couple hundred <laughs> bucks. I'm going to buy a badass dog. And I did. And I came home and told my wife the story. And, oh, okay, yeah. She's like, well, you know. So we start training this dog, right? And it's like, man, it's really going well. I mean, it's like, you know, the dog was a badass dog. He probably had a bad day, too much pressure on the thing. So we trained the same scenario like every day, right, with my assistants. It's like, man, Yuri, this dog going to win championships. He is so, he is this, he is that. I'm all excited because my so other dog. you're going to take him to this championships with that other guy and, and beat, right, beat yeah, him Because with... my other dog was old and I was ready to retire. And I was like, man, I just, in between my puppy and my old dog, I have this dog. This is like match oh, yeah. in heaven. And uh, they asked me to give a to give a demonstration at at the American uh, championships um, for a breed test, and they are like, "Hey, you have one of your dogs with you. Will you mind giving a demo? What's a demo? They're like protection work. Oh, perfect, right? So I go to my trailer, and and uh, so we train every day somewhere. Else. I mean, the dog is dialed in like he is dialed in, mm-hmm. right. and. Uh, I give this demo, ping, 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 and the dog comes on blind number six, and I'm all like, yeah, I fixed it. And he walked around the thing twice, <laughs> went to the fence, jumped over the fence, and <laughs> ran to my trailer. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this like a year later. Was right? the other guy there? <laughs> no, the other guy was in Germany, right? And I was so embarrassed. I was like, and my assistants are looking like me like, oh. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I mean, he's going to freaking kill us all. And, and, and I'm like, I, I didn't even, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't even think I knew my name at that moment. Most of the time. I was so humiliated. I was, you know, cocky Yuri is standing at a championship. I mean, you know what I mean? It was a demo, right? It was a demo at a championship. You know, because the, there is one dog who does it, who shows the whole thing before mm-hmm. championship starts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. like you should know your shit. Right, right, right. It. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was playing with a different dog at the championship. Right. And uh, I went to the car and I was like, I had the same idea. If they interviewed me, <laughs> it would have been, what are you going to do? I'm going to hang him, I'm going to shoot him, I'm going <laughs> to bury him alive. I'm going <laughs> to... So you would have been talking in Belgian or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was not talking, I was not talking in, uh, in English or Spanglish. It was Flemish. <laughs> and... and, and and so there, too, someone shows up at my trailer and says, I'm going to buy him. And guess what I did? I, I, sold, him there at, I sold him there, too. Yeah, Puppy so, prices. I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, I, I, I don't even know what to say. And, and nobody said anything. My wife didn't say anything. My assistants, my trainer, my everyone was looking at me and they're like, the guy was like, man, we are really looking for this family pet. <laughs> you, you can take the leash and you can hold the leash too I'll ask Buddy for a new one <laughs> you can have the leash you'll get another leash call W if you want an extra one oh. <laughs> if the leash break call Buddy <laughs> we don't warranty the leash that dog is there's no warranty as is as is so then I have then we'll quit with this one I have an actually another cool story we have plenty but this one is, is pretty over the air is probably a good one 
So we deliver a dog to a royal family uh, in Qatar, right? And they want to meet us in New York at the embassy. Uh-huh. And uh, long story short, uh, our dogs protect like an object, whatever you you know, purse, uh, whatever you you know, yeah. whatever you want to give him, right? Tell him guard it. The, the Vader watch. The Vader watch. He's gonna go on top of the <laughs> Vader watch, and anyone who comes within three feet, he's gonna bite. When you when you stop the fight and retreat, the dog releases and goes back to protect that thing. So they ask us uh, a demo, please, and and there's like the whole royal family is there, the bodyguards, uh, you name it, everyone is in this one room. Yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, you know, I mean, who has a purse? And they show up with some fancy purse, right? Probably mm. costs more than the dog. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I put it on top, dog goes on top, and I have an assistant with me, and he's in the other room. And so the scenario, I, you know, I tell people this what's gonna happen. He's gonna come through this door, and then the dog gonna do his work, right? He's in, in a bite suit, right? And uh, he comes out of the door and walks around, and he stands like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet away, and I'm explaining what's gonna happen, and some nanny, some Asian lady shows up behind him and she starts yelling, oh, I love dogs. And she runs, oh, boop, no. passes my guy. And oh, before no. anybody could say anything, the dog bit her. In front of the royal family? In front of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in front of everybody, right? And I'm like, I, you know, we are yelling out and the dog releases and goes back onto the purse and the girl is bit. And then this whole dress, she's yelling, screaming, bloody murder. And every woman in the hall is like, <laughs> crying and they're holding the little kids and you know what i mean and this it's it's this thing and and it plays through your mind like, this is like this is not what i, I mean I, this is what the dog's supposed to do yeah no no but it goes through Just your mind like, like this. <laughs> it goes through your mind like man we are on foreign territory right right mm-hmm. yeah. we are in qatar huh. territory this is not the rules of yeah right there's different yeah, yeah. rules applying here a b I'm most likely going to get sued. <laughs> I don't know. Because, <laughs> right, right? I mean, it just goes through your mind, right? Yeah. It's an international incident. And, and so the, the, the crown prince, who, you know, who, who the dog was for, first of all, when we sold the dog, I didn't know it was for him. He, he said his name, blah, 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 right? I can't remember the name. And, and I was like, so he didn't ever say I'm prince so-and-so. They picked us up in some blacked-out cars, and I was like, where are we going, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> because we didn't know. We were like, oh, I, I need Ahmed was his first name. And, you know, we are here to, to meet Ahmed. And they are like, Ahmed? <laughs> and they are like, blah, 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 Ahmed. And I was like, huh? And I, I mean, so we arrived and he shows up. I'm like, hey, Ahmed, I'm Yuri. And everyone is like bowing. And I was like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> and they are like, oh, this is Prince Ahmed, right? Oh, right. okay. Mike's, no, 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 Yuri, don't worry about it, right? So the dog bites this girl. Right? Some guy grabs this girl, walks away, and the crown prince goes. <laughs> oh, God. And everyone <laughs> applauds. Right? And I'm thinking, my heart is like, there is back blood flow right now. I was like, because I think for a while there was no blood flow in my body. I was right. like, oh, crap, you know? And uh, and so then immediately the decoy make the dog bite, and we, we finished the thing, and he was like, that was unbelievable impressive. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, couldn't have gone better. Right? And I'm like, you know so what I mean? So you're not calling your lawyer right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Oh. Oh, jeez. But then, like in every family, no matter if you're the crown prince or you're the king or you're, it doesn't matter, right? So now, 
the wife is freaked out, <laughs> right? <laughs> because he bit somebody without a bite suit while doing his job, regardless, right? <laughs> so yeah, that we had to to deal with that, and you know what I mean. So but, you got a call that that uh, we need a different dog. Correct. Yeah, no, <laughs> correct. I mean, it's like it's not gonna work with this dog. You know what I mean? It's uh, I mean because in their mind right now the dog's a monster. Kids mm. can come close because he uh-huh. bit someone for real. Then people never expect to see this for real. Right. When they are thinking, oh wow, look, if the dog would have not bit the girl, he would have not done his job. But yeah. it's not meant to be a demo like this, right? It, it's not yeah. meant to show this. But so yeah. Yeah, the yeah. bad guy. It's the bad, I mean, you know what I mean? The dog gets a command, same thing with watch. Watch means glue to my leg, protect me in high aggression. That also means you come within three feet, you touch me, you get bit. Yeah. This is not a game. I can do this in here in the office. I give him this command, you'd be like, <laughs> you're going to get bit. Because the, for the dog, this is not a game. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. his life depends on, he is not thinking this is game right now. He give me this command, this bad guy might have... Something that's gonna hurt me, so I need to take you out before I get hurt. That's how he thinks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And it should be like that. But so yeah, you know, we had to trade in the dog and go back home and <laughs> take another dog. And so it didn't matter. Crown prince, you know, head of state, pa 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 pa. He's still married, and the wife said no. You're going back home. So you know what I mean. So yeah, that's what uh, one of the things I learned over the years. Like, no matter you worth a billion dollars, when the wife says no. <laughs> We are leaving. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get a new dog. Yep. Correct. All right, Yuri. That was a good one. 